0: The Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? Do you recognize that, Katie? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) So I have Katie Mayer in studio right now. Um, Currently on your host on K Wave. Right. But prior to that, you were actually a host on many other stations, Uh, K Rock. Love Line yes. um, rings a bell. It's very uh, current. Um, funny story about Love Line. Uh, Sean McKee my other co-host yes. that's on the show, and he, when he comes in, when he surfaces every once in a while, he actually called into Love Line when we were young. We were in high school, you know, we we're a bunch of stoners and you know the whole thing and getting drunk, and we were like call in Love Line and. He, uh, he called in and he asked a very naughty, naughty question.
1: They mostly were naughty.
0: They were. It was very naughty, yes, yes. And, um, and they were just uh, kind of, you know, we, all, we were all just laughing. And now, funny enough, here we go. Yeah. Moving forward, um, he's actually on a radio show talking about Jesus right. and what God can do with someone yes. that is so far gone, like me and my friends, and then circle back and here we are you know just bringing the uh, the light into the darkness and i know that you have a story that i want to hear and i thought it was exciting i don't even know how i think it was brian uh, brian perez maybe or someone contacted or maybe you contacted us or something cuz from there was an email chain or something and i just heard about you and what you what you've done in your past and and now how you've uh, had a full circle and you're here on christian radio i thought it would be amazing to actually bring you in here in studio and let people know what God can do with someone's life when they fully surrender.
1: Well, I'm glad to be here. I I haven't told my story really about K-Rock over 30 years ago. It's just something that I don't talk about. I mean, every once in a while it will eke out that, you know, I've worked at seven other radio stations yeah. 17 years in heavy metal, Bakersfield, Fresno, k Long Beach. But I was at the world-famous K-Rock, yeah. 107.6, 107. you know, uh, At the heyday, the world-famous K-Rock, I mean, it was just, it it was happening. I mean, any movie that was out. Uh, actors and actresses would come to the station, drugs everywhere. We were the hottest. Of course, people from your high school and people all over want, Kate, you're on K Rock. I need tickets for this. I mean, you really think that you're something. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get paid for it.
0: Well, yeah, it's Los Angeles. Right. I mean In the 80s, LA. Mid eighties. K Rock. I mean, right. they're still dominating in, in the radio world as far right. as even all the my favorite concert to go to is right. the um it's the, what they do at the Forum uh, every year. It's the Christmas acoustic Christmas, right. but now it's at the Forum, right. and it's just amazing. I've always loved that. I've always had a love for K Rock. I grew up listening to it, so it's awesome to right. to have you here. But you weren't always at K Rock.
1: No, Did no. you?
0: Did you? Where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Bakersfield? Or? No,
1: actually, born and raised in San Pedro. San Pedro. And okay. And this is I'm gonna try and just kind of bring up to speed how. Do you get into that business? Yeah. I was actually supposed to be a nurse, you know, going to school. And um, well, were, I actually, you, were you even
0: religious or, or no, anything growing no, up? No, a were single,
1: you? no, single mom raised, no religion. Got it. And so, so that makes it even more a little bit interesting why I work at a Christian radio station right now. But I actually had a fake ID and I went to a local uh, restaurant that had a disco. I was still in high school, mm-hmm. and I met Dick Shepard. Who is Richard Blade, and we actually started dating, and we felt You dated
0: Richard Blade. That is common. for, for
1: live with we. It's it's <laughs> very yeah. Now they're going. Now we get it. She slept her way into the business, <laughs> and I. You know what? You we. He was cute. I was young. So um, really, we did mobile DJs all over uh, Michael Jackson's Off the Wall tour in Beverly Hills. We were mobile DJs. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Because so you
0: guys would do like live feed in right. To- yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that's and then we lived together for four years. And then he said, you know, I need to I want I was in radio in England and I want to get to radio in Los Angeles. And with his British accent, they really didn't like it. Mm -hmm. So we actually this is a great story. We moved to Bakersfield because a heavy metal radio station, Magic 98, hired him. And then he said, my girlfriend's been on radio. That was a lie. Um, <laughs> she can do overnights, and so we were a team playing Judas Priest, ACDC. So yeah, we're in radio.
0: Oh my gosh! So anyway, so
1: just to fast forward, then yeah. went we broke up, but yeah. I went to Fresno, KKDJ. He went, you know, the coast. But we end up, but we we're always friends, Richard and I. Yeah. always. I think he felt guilty because he dropped me. Huh. But Candy um, C, Long Beach. But he gets a gig at K Rock doing mornings okay right and he says to me this is the ultimate kate um you know you can work at the world famous k-rog but they're looking for a receptionist and it's just like no you dude you got to remember this i was a program director music director i had done evenings afternoons i did mornings i i was actually getting quite professional right i mean in in the world of broadcasting yeah. you want me to answer phones this yeah. is major step down yeah totally. but it's K-Rock. Right. So you do what you do, right? Exactly. You
0: got to get in the door.
1: So there, I got in the door. And I, th- I
0: think that's going to be encouraging for a lot of people yeah. because sometimes people are like, well, I belong, I've done this and this, I belong here.
1: Right. But pay sometime- your dues.
0: Exactly. You got to pay your dues. Sometimes you just got to get in the door. And right. if truly you're good at what you've said you've done, right. then those doors will open and you will advance. But you just got to get right. in the door sometimes.
1: But he said you should buy uh, the program of of Drugs. And I said, there's one thing I don't do. Mm-hmm. I don't sleep with anyone to get a job, and I don't buy them drugs. If I'm going to buy drugs, I'll do them. <laughs> so, And I hope my kids aren't listening. But anyway, uh, yeah. no, I just never did that. But I did get to um, do a weekend shift at K-Rock mm-hmm. and then got to do a full shift. But that's the K-Rock so that's, how, that's how, So that's how the door opened. Yes. Just uh,
0: got to do it, sub right. in, and then it just, right. it was on.
1: Weekends and on. But... I don't. The listeners that are listening right now. I don't want to paint this as a like. Oh, I want to do that now. I'm glad it happened. I learned things, but a dark, unhappy. People died. Drugs. Mm. Um, it was. It. I look back on it now, and it's just like the Lord actually spared me. Is what I'm saying.
0: I want. I want to jump in this because okay. uh, we we do have some time. So during this time of this stuff happening what was this scene like with the with the drugs and with the alcohol not necessarily you but just like what was the scene I mean was it this is the 80s right right so I mean this is Motley Crue right this is like you know all the all the crazy hairband stuff right. and it's just wild I mean it was from the videos and stuff that you're watching it right. looked pretty pretty insane I mean, this stuff was happening right at the studio,
1: there's a lot of drugs, a lot of cocaine, and at the same time, that was a thing back then, huh? Actually, uh, Richard Blade had a VH1, and he had a video beat, and I, I actually did some television with him, and I just, that just thought came to me right now. I remember, you know, I've got my Madonna '80s look with my big yeah, right. hair, that's and my, right. you know, all yeah. the and and the light, like kind of like this, you know, mm. and I. Billy Idol's on the show, you know, and yeah. I, I was touching up his makeup or doing something and his big old chunk of cocaine hanging out of his nose. No, and way. so it's just like, oh, I got to take out a chunk of cocaine from Billy Idol's nose. And it's like, oh, I'm just saying, I look back on it now, and it's just like the 80s are crazy. It was yeah. cool, it was fun from the outside. Of course. To anyone true. listening right now is like, wow, you know, it's just like you're at the hottest radio station, you're on television, you get paid to do this. But the underlying
0: yes let's talk about that we
1: got to talk about like the like no one was happy no one was married no one anyone even in 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 management no one divorced and and drugs and alcohol and a lot of backbiting and because of the massive egos you have to have confidence to be on the radio or television Mm. i mean you do you we have god confidence we know who we are in christ but like it was all about come see me at Mr. J's and they pay you cash and there's mud wrestling. And it's you felt like when you're on the air, you had to promote yourself and come see me, come see me. And it's all about me. And it's like and then it's very vindictive, like even towards the end, someone wants your shift. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like poor man, God bless you. But man, he wanted my shift. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a really good shift. I could like. Go to the beach or sunbathe all day long. I did a six to nine shift. I could go to a nightclub at night. I I, I. had the life, I had a perfect life. And then poor man says, uh, I want the six to nine shift and Kate can get the other shift. And management listened to poor man. And I said, Because of my ego, do we talk ego here? Yep. My little feelings got hurt. And I said, I'll show them. Mm-hmm. And what happened was Pirate Radio across the way. Pirate Radio, 1003. Yeah, well, guess what's on that now? K-Love in Los Angeles. It's a Christian radio station. God redeems. But anyway, Pirate Radio, Scott Shannon, oh, if I didn't have a big enough head already, he says to me, Kate, you've got one of the best voices I've heard. Hello. Mm -hmm. Um, Look at Lucas is looking at me like, it's all Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it's like, I want you to be my sidekick. And I'll pay. He's making three million, yeah. right? And I'll pay you. just and I go. Me leave K Rock, and go over to Pirate. First of all, I didn't like the music, mm. but I mean, it was new. You know, Scott yeah. Shannon from New York, a big yeah. deal. And I was called into my boss's office, and he said, "Kate, you know, you'd be making more money than me." He said, "But if you leave, you can't come back." And what does greedy Kate do?
0: Get the money.
1: Get the money. <laughs> so guess what? Um, I did, and. Guess what? I was the highest-paid weather girl in Los Angeles. He didn't let. Here was a. We owned our own studio. It was like a spaceship on the top of the CNN building, like the ninth floor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, if you feel like you've arrived, yeah, you're not going to LA. Yeah, you're, you're totally. just Hollywood. Anyway, but he wouldn't let me really talk. I wasn't his co-host. I was literally here's Kate with the weather. Really, morning low clouds, yeah. highs in the 70s. <laughs> lows in the, you know? <laughs> I mean, and I thought if they want to pay me $10,000 a month, this is huh? way back then. Huh? Uh, That's to, a lot of money back in the to 80s. To do that, then, uh, okay, I'll do that. All that to say, wait till you see the chip on my shoulder. I walk into Scott Shannon's office. Oh, my gosh. And I say, I quit. He looked at me, and he goes, you can't quit. You're on contract. And I go, watch me. And I walk out. Now, this is this is just ego, money. Yeah have I painted a picture of who Katie Manor yep. was? Yep. And here I am serving the Lord as an intercessor at my church, raising three godly kids. One's, uh, I'll tell you about that later on because of your book, I'm in trouble with him. But, um, But just knowing that that God plucked me from that business. And now my vow to the Lord was this personality, this voice will not be used to serve the enemy of my soul. It's, it's, I'm on fire for him and I have been.
0: Okay, yes, and that's amazing. So I want to hear though what how line? you got out of it. So oh, you quit. What happened? I mean it wasn't like you just became a Christian overnight. There no. was a process. Oh my gosh. Okay. What was the you, pro- want
1: the you want to know wh- the process. What was
0: the process of how you even found God? Okay. Well, because honestly, I want to speak into this because when you're living this when you're living this life of where you have access, you know, I've talked okay. about it in my book. I talk about it on the show a lot. When you have access to the, 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 the who-whos parties, the Hollywood right. Hill parties, the after parties, right. um, the backstage, pretty much, you know, whatever you want around the world, wherever you go in the globe, mm-hmm. the doors are open to everything. And that is a very interesting life to be living. Right. And most people can't understand, they can't comprehend because it's like a dream thing. But when you're in there, it's really hard to walk away, even though you're empty. Even though you're, 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 you're not happy with, with the way life circumstances are, even though you have a bunch of money and all these different things, you're just so tied. It's almost like you're, 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 you're attached or addicted to the lifestyle Mm -hmm. of it. Right. They're like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so from, you know, and you, you just people, everyone's your friend. Everyone's your friend. You could pretty much get away with whatever you want to do. You could do whatever you want to do. And that's pretty much it. So, what was the process of God getting a hold of you, bringing you down to planet Earth, showing you who you really are, and then the process coming, you know, through that?
1: Thank you, because that's what
0: the crossroads, basically. Right.
1: Well, I find when I listen to people's testimonies that God always brings pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to get you where he wants. And so, okay, now I'm in San Diego, because I was only working part-time at K-Rock. And uh, no, I believe it or not, I got on my knees, and I I wasn't a believer, but you know how you kind of pray sometimes. Oh, I got fired at K-Rock. Yeah, I got fired because uh, one New Year's, someone came to the back door, brought drugs in, and um, boss found out. Even though everyone else was doing the same thing, I got fired from K-Rock. So... San Diego 91X Morning Show team hires me. Now I'm on a four-year contract, making money, but I'm in, driving down to Mexico border yeah, radio. All the way to the border, yeah. I'm going to tell you what the point, what happened was. Now I'm making very good money, very secure, and kind of like a the morning show team is kind of they get to go everywhere. So watch this. I was here's the opening up the soul here. Mm-hmm. Had an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. That's pretty bad. Um. No one knew about it, even my roommate. Um, I drank, I did drugs. I had to do drugs because getting so up at that eat, time eating, in the morning, eating
0: disorder. Yes, so I was it. You, you just don't eat. Or you throw no, up. well,
1: yeah, so. I was. I, I, I don't know if yeah, I'm always a little bit heavier. Always a little bit heavier than you know, every woman wants to be thinner. Mm-hmm. And um, being in the public eye and stuff like that, I just, I was. I had some image problems. Yeah, yeah. And anyone that knows anything about eating disorders, and I know there are people listening and watching right now it's that can thing. relate mm-hmm. of all ages. Oh yeah. It's a control issue of emotions that we can't process. Mm-hmm. And so you eat and you overeat and then you purge. And right. it's really it's really despicable to even talk about right mm-hmm. now, but it's very common. I yeah. didn't do laxatives, I didn't do drugs, yeah. but it's like I was addicted. I mean, I couldn't stop. Yeah. And so um, it was my secret sin. Yeah. Yeah. So drugs, alcohol, that. And then um, relational, you might just say, Kate, well, you know, I had a boyfriend that told me he loved me. So I had money. So you say, Kate, I bought the lie, Mm -hmm. Ryan. The same lie that you bought Mm -hmm. from culture, Mm -hmm. which is get the cool job. Got to be cool. Yeah. Get the girl or in my case, the guy. Right. The money the things, the car, the clothes, the bought a house, that equals happiness. Yes,
0: that's the lie. And you
1: and I know that that's a big lie. Mm -hmm. So I got all those things and I finally said to myself, one day at La Jolla with my steamed eggs in San Diego, I said, I am miserable and I can take my car and drive off this cliff right now, okay? So what had happened was that I remembered that someone had sent the station a cassette about the power team. Uh, Christian weightlifters that went to different churches and did these feats of breaking wood and in half, up, yeah, yeah. and I we all laughed at these people, and we actually bulked the cassette tape, and we we're laughing and laughing about it. Anyway, um, it's funny how the, the Lord will put something in my mind and go, "Oh my gosh, what church was that
0: thing at?" Yeah,
1: and what days? It? It's Sunday. I'm going to try and go to this church. Are you serious? uh, You're making
0: fun of it. Now you're going.
1: I'm going. So I'm trying to find this church. I'm in shorts and flip flops in San Diego trying to find this horizon. What was the name of it? Horizon Uh, Horizon. Christian Fellowship with Mike McIntosh. Well, anyway, I found it. They walked me in and all these happy people feeling very uncomfortable that I, I think they're all on drugs. The guy put me almost in the front row. This is a true story. Um, it was greeting time, and they stand stand up and meet the people around you. I the guy behind me shook my hand, and for some I thought this was rude. He asked me, "Hi, I'm Bill. Um, what do you do?" He asked me what I did. No way. And I go, "Well, I work at a radio station." He goes, "Oh, that's my friend works at a radio station." I go, "What's his name?" Rusty Nails. I go, "Oh, yeah, he's the comedian on our show." He goes, "Yeah, I sent him a tape." No. no. <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh, did you guys know that one of God's names is coincidence? You know that, yeah. right? I stood, I just thought that was weird. Yeah. I sat down after that and I said, How can I get out of here? Because this, <laughs> no, this is, you know, this, I'm set up.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'm what everyone thinks when, when God starts speaking yeah. and doing
1: stuff. So anyway, How they know? I don't, where's the camera? So anyway, yeah. the message was there. Leo Giovanetti, he's the, uh, anyway, the message, I could feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. I could feel the setup. I could feel it right now where it's just like, if you don't know the Lord and you know, we <laughs> want you to come up here. And, <laughs> and I, the chair was like this. I grabbed a hold of these handles going, I know what they're doing. This is manipulation. <laughs> and it's like, I am not going anywhere. Yeah. Ryan, as God is my witness, this is what happened. I felt a hand. Oh, sc-
0: sorry, scoot up to the mic.
1: I felt a hand on the middle of my back push me. I actually sprang out no of my way. Chest. This is, and I I actually stood up with a fist, at, like, I'm going to hit this person. And no one's there. And well, they're there, but they're like, they're, for, yeah. they're, they're sitting there, like, what are you doing? And it's yeah. like, oh my God. So I literally came up to the altar, snot all over the ground. <laughs> I gave my life to the Lord and I I surrendered. I went to the bookstore bought the biggest fattest Bible. It didn't have a fish on it yeah, like your like, like dad. your dad's. He got the fish. He got the fish. But I hadn't learned back and within a year I was going to China smuggling Bibles. I pretty much been on fire since. Wow. 33 that's, years ago.
0: That's amazing.
1: Okay, you wanted to hear it.
0: That no, that's amazing. That is that's amazing. That's how God works. And that little push that was the that was the Holy Spirit just, just pulling. You know, there's that story of my dad when he wanted to shoot the TV. when yes. he, he was right in the murder of my parent, my mom, and my, my brothers. And he was sitting there, and Chuck Smith came on the television. And my dad, he had his rifle, and he went to shoot it. But he could not pull the trigger. He could not pull the trigger to shoot it after he destroyed the whole house. And he's angry. That's his problem, and he's a killer because he just got out of the military. Right. And then all of a sudden, those words start coming off the stage with Chuck Smith. And he says they felt like, just lo- like, like uh, arrows of love just hitting his heart, and the Holy Spirit just encounter him, just bringing the supernatural into the natural realm. And that's exactly what happened mm-hmm. to you. God got a hold of you. Mm-hmm. And so my question is now is what was the process, though? Because a lot of people, you, you hear these <laughs> testimonies. Yes. And this is, the, this is what I don't like about most testimonies. Yeah, you know, I was this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. I got saved, I gave my life to Jesus, and the rest is history. No, there is a huge process okay. of, of the refining process uh, uh, John the Baptist says someone's coming who is far greater than I am he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire we're talking about that fire refining process mm. as you get put into the fire like you put a sword into the fire and it refines it gets hot and you pound it out with a, with a um, hammer and you keep developing and shaping that thing in this perfect piece of, of, of metal if you will mm. for God to use for his for his uh, work
1: Okay. Well, the refining process is pain. A lot of it. So I thought... The but, pain, why, but why oh, pain? No, no. You'll see. And you know already. So I thought, you know, lost without Christ and like you receive Christ and you know that he has a plan for you and you have that freedom and that peace. So there's the joy, right? Now comes the breaking. And I've got written on my hand. He takes us, he breaks us, he blesses us, and he uses us. Yep. We're at the breaking point right now. Well, how he got a hold of me to refine me was through two divorces. How's that? And, you know, I never wanted to get married. I never wanted to have kids. And uh, just because I was one of these go-getters, my career was everything. Um, I didn't even like kids. I actually didn't like men. I didn't even like women. I like dogs, okay? But for some reason, once I was a believer, I thought, well, guy, you know, kids aren't so bad. And, <laughs> yes, and you know, and, you know. I love
0: how honest you are. You <laughs> know,
1: it's just like, and there's that cute guy at church and a, a, a nice godly husband. So anyway, I did get married to my godly husband, and I had my two kids. Oh, well, guess what? Mm-hmm. How much time we have? Because I feel like I'm. Really uh, we
0: have seven minutes till the oh. break, and then we got a whole another twenty eight minutes. So okay, guys, I'm gonna do. We're, I'm
1: gonna do we're this, good. I'm gonna do this. Te- I actually, you know, my testimony that I just gave to you, mm-hmm. I like it, but my favorite mm-hmm. part is gonna come up after the break, and that is the part where I'd been married for six years. Mm-hmm. And two children, my husband, a CPA, but he plays bass at the church. Mm-hmm. We have a small group at home or these godly people most likely to succeed. Mm-hmm. And what I want to let, uh, what, I, what I really like about this story is that I had had knowledge of God. Right. And I believe if I got hit by a truck, I'd be in heaven with the mm-hmm. Lord. Grace. But pain
0: mm-hmm.
1: made the 18-inch journey to my heart when... I re- part of like the sanctification what you're just talking about
0: so so do you think that like when you get because I'm just hearing what you're okay. saying so when you gave your life to God and you're following him, you got married Right. it's like you were almost like was like almost like religious like you were you you knew you had the head knowledge of right. of everything so right? you were you were doing it's like you were doing what the Bible said like okay well if I'm a Christian then I'm supposed to be doing this this and this yes. but there wasn't like the true and I'm not saying that you weren't saved that's not the question right right but what I'm saying is, like, you were going through the process of what the Bible says, but you didn't have that true relationship with with Christ, where where it was it was it was just more of like a thing of like works basically, or what 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 was okay, that? Okay,
1: if I was to put my my finger on it, it was it, and I see a lot of people at church like this where you're going through the motions, like you're a Christian. The motions, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like.
0: It's a relationship, but it's not like what, what it's not like it's a ch-
1: rigid. It's what people don't like about Christianity. It's right. like you go to church and you can quote scripture yeah, yeah. and, but you're still yelling at your kids yeah. or you, you don't have the power. And I, I kind of equated to the Holy spirit was in me. Cause but you didn't always, have the
0: power of the Holy, the, the. there was
1: too much of Kate.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Mm. There was still too much of Kate and pain. Breaks you and yeah. makes you, your empties you and your your need for him, and then it it becomes just so real. Before it was just up in my head, and 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 you know what the Bible even says: knowledge puffs, knowledge puffs up.
0: So you got the ego, yes, and you got the and you got God, right? But God, John the Baptist says he must increase and we must yes. decrease, and there was no decrease. I've seen a lot of Christians like that, where they're still the same person. They were, the, I've known them from, right. from not being a Christian, but then they go, they could, they go to church, they do all the thing, but you right. don't see the and There's not really a transformation, Right. you know what I'm saying? Right. But they're doing all the, they're going to church, Right. they're giving to the church, they're doing the men's conference, you know, right. whatever they do, but there's not a true transformation process.
1: Well, watch this also. You can hear from God because you're reading the word, Right. but it's like a trickle. Mm. You see, that's all I can equate it to. It's like, oh, I hear God, but it's like a trickle. Mm-hmm. I, the pastor's talking and, and, and oh I, I felt the presence of the Lord. Wait till you hear after really got slammed
0: mm-hmm.
1: I could hear him and that's will bring me into the he speaks with Kate my podcast where yeah some about that. people some people would say would call us crazy if they said God spe- you hear God? yeah no no, we <laughs> do hear God but not all Christians do hear God like we hear God. Yeah. you hear God when you're fully surrendered and there's more of that holy spirit baptism inside mm-hmm. of you and it happened through breaking me mm-hmm. and so here's this wonderful i i never want to get married i told you about that and i didn't want to have kids but now i'm married i have kids i love them but we're having problems and my husband divorces me
0: got it um so when we were talking about that that process that breaking process, right? Um, you were saying that, like, it's you can't hear God, right? Unless you get broken, right? Now what's going on is the the thing is that you have to that ego is sin, yes. Ego sin, yes. So you can't hear what God's saying yes. because there's sin that's clogging the. Like why well, talk about I like to talk about this a lot when I'm speaking, is that we are like antennas. Right. And we piggy us as believers, we have the Holy Spirit in us. Right. And then the Holy Spirit fills us. Right. And that's like the connection to the power from heaven, the most right. the most hi-fi, right? Oh, I love that. I the
1: love that. The most high fi from heaven. That. And
0: then Satan <laughs> brings in the lie fi because he's the father of lies.
1: Excellent. But what
0: happens is when we have Satan or when we have sin in our life, it's almost like it blocks that G five uh connection right. so you can't clearly hear what God is saying oh, I love so it. the only way you could actually hear just like if on my phone if I want to download my photo or a text message right. photo or if I want to get my emails or text messages I need a clear signal right. so I could cuz like when you don't have spotty reception you could get the text but you're not going to get the photo right you're not getting the full Message. So when you have sin in your life, you're clogging the reception, and you're only getting those like those little bits and pieces that you were talking about hearing from God. But you're not getting that full like. Here's. It's almost like it's funny when you say that because you're like you're you're not hearing the like what God is speaking to us. Like God speaks to us, and He tells us exactly what to do. Just like when you get a photo and you have the full reception, you could clearly see right. what is happening here, and that is the difference. And a lot of Christians mm-hmm. end up in the situation where. You know, I almost feel kind of, you know, funny if I'm like, well, how's God speaking to you? Because they don't, they're just kind of like living the same life. They, They haven't really changed or anything. They're going to church and, oh, yeah, I go to church and this and that. But you don't see the transformation. It's because there's that sin that is blocking the connection. And when you block the connection, if the job of the Holy Spirit is the purge and destroy everything that is unholy in our life. But if you're blocking the connection, right. you're clogging the hose, right. you're not getting the full power of the Holy Spirit to come down and purge out and to refine you into that person that you're supposed to be. Excellent. But it all comes down to repenting, giving your life to God and letting him cleanse you and being fully connected to the power from heaven. We're going to go to break in 30 seconds, mm-hmm. but I do want to plug go to the whosoever's.com. We're booking tours. We want to come, we want to bring the gospel, we're hitting schools. We're doing concerts. Uh, what else? We, we, anywhere there's people to bring the gospel, we're there. Go to Amazon, pick up the book, Kill the Noise, Finding Meaning Above the Madness. I don't know if you want to watch it and what's going on in the world, but it's madness. But now, if we're tuned into the Holy Spirit, God will help us kill the noise and tune into that voice, and we'll know exactly what to do at this time in history. We'll see you guys in two minutes right after break. More of the ryan reese show coming up post your questions at ryan reese on his instagram twitter and or facebook now back back to the ryan reese show all right we are back in studio with katie Mayer. um katie right before the break we were just talking about the refining process give me a life application as how because you were saying that you were still Katie so you still have that pride and all the stuff from the world mm-hmm. but you were going to church you went through several divorces you had kids yeah, yeah, you did yeah, yeah. everything that that would be as you looked at like the uh, the works of a Christian right but you had to deny yourself mm-hmm. John the Baptist says he must increase and we must decrease mm-hmm. what was the process of what took you to that point where you just decide to full surrender and let God do what He wanted to do in your life?
1: Well, He initiated it. Um, so remember, let's re- regroup. Where didn't really want to get married, didn't want to have kids, yeah. but became a Christian. Now I have I have a beautiful husband, beautiful kids, but I damage from my past, meaning what I sowed back here. It's in your book, by the way, of sowing and reaping. Yes. Even though I was forgiven. There's some things that really messed with my relationship with my husband. Uh, Our style of fighting. I was in a chaotic... uh, My dad was an alcoholic, and so I actually didn't trust men. We didn't have good conflict resolution. So my marriage was on the rocks, and then we were in marriage counseling, and then he says, I'm going to divorce you. This is my Christian husband. Mm -hmm. I'm in my van on the way to our last uh, marriage counseling, and there's a cassette in uh, playing some music, and... I don't know about you, but the Holy Spirit speaks through music for me. Yes, yes, He does. And it's like, it's like, Kate, listen to this song. Listen to this song. And I knew that my husband wanted to divorce me. This was our last session. And the song lyrics go like this it was Susan Ashton. What was meant for your heart's demise will turn out to be a blessing in disguise. Hmm. And it, it just resonated with me. I said, no, 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 Lord. And it came around again. What was meant for your heart's demise will be a blessing in disguise. I said, no, Lord. I said, you know I didn't want a divorce. I didn't want the kid to be passed by. No, no, Lord. Now, guess what? He did divorce me. I was alone for many years. And I know what you're going to ask me, Ryan. You're going to say, Kate, was it a blessing? Was it? It became a blessing. What happened was, I think I made him an idol. And it's, you know, yeah. kill the oh, yeah. noise is yeah. about killing idols. Yeah. I think I had put elevated my husband above God. And what happened was, the word of God became so valuable to me more than food. Right. So the head knowledge went to the heart knowledge. And in the book of Job, it says, I knew of you, but now I know you. Ryan, I know God. And it came through pain. And if you were to say, Kate, if you could t- turn back the the clock, have your husband back again with an intact family, would you take it? But you'd have to sacrifice that relationship you have with mm-hmm. Jesus right now. Mm-hmm. I'd say no. I'd go through the fire again.
0: Because you were just looking at him like he was an idol. And it was just all these, like, deeds of Christianity, but you never had that that relationship. Yeah. And that's the thing that's lacking he wanted the, all of our hearts. He yeah. wants
1: all of our hearts.
0: Yeah. It's in full surrender. Yes. If you want to be his disciple, you've got to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow him. Right. And the cross, it's a its a brutal place of, of pain and, and murder and blood and right. um, the sins. But once you deny and you full surrender and you allow God to work and do what he wants to do, that's when the clarity comes, and that's when the peace and the hope and the direction, and he's able to bless, you you know, it sounds so cliche, you mm. know, God wants to bless you. I, I just, I, you know, you read my book. I don't like talking Christianese, you know, although like the little, like he blessed my socks off or like whatever <laughs> people say, but when, you it. know, God does want to, to bless you, but the true blessings literally only come when there's full surrender. You could be going through the motions, but you'll never have that peace. And you, you could, know of him, but mm-hmm. you don't know him. And, you know, I love when you said that, like from Job, mm-hmm. you know, he quoted from Job is there's a big difference between knowing him mm-hmm. and knowing of him. True. And that's what matters. So my question to you is, you know, is there anything that you want to encourage the listeners with? Yes. We have about 20 minutes left.
1: Yes, I do. I want to encourage them, first of all, and, and I'm not getting paid for this. I want them to get your book.
0: Can you guys uh, – Get rid of that check. I was gonna hear. Thanks. Yeah,
1: yeah, I want you to get the book, Kill the Noise. I knew when you I, I knew I needed to read this. And I'm just gonna read to you what I the synopsis, what I wrote in the back. I said, Ryan, great job. Could not put it down. The Lord spoke to me. Little gods, no idols, social media, phone, marriage, career, even decorating my home. Thank you. I needed to kill it. God speaks. I need to hear, ready to launch into a new season of my life his will be done i'm all in to serve him pray hard for my adult kids inspiring read not just for believers not for uh, but for old folks like me poser bound <laughs> get up get out time is short trust god to do amazing things if we only trust him kill the noise obey say yes that's why i'm here I am here today with you because I'm pumped up. I'm. You say, Kate. You know, you're a mature woman. You, you're on the downside. No, you know, you're on. No, fire. I want to let you know that 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 <laughs> in church and in in culture, people don't really honor the aged. But I want to tell you something. I'm on fire. I was even telling Tia, I said, I'll get on the phone. I'll talk to these these uh, ABC and, and uh, some churches and I'll get this program everywhere because we need to reach the youth. Mm. The revival, the Jesus movement, yeah. mm. never started in a church. Nope. It started with the youth. Yep. And you know something? You... And maybe I can only name another person that I know is really going hard after the youth, doing crazy things because God opens those doors. It's not possible in the flesh, but you're doing it. And I think we all need to get along and use the gifts that the Lord has put in us to make that happen by his power. That's why I'm here. I'm here to encourage you Mm -hmm. to say this book encouraged me.
0: Awesome. And, awesome.
1: and I, I've read tons of books. Mm. And you know what? I see them go around on talk shows and really promoting it. This is, they're promoting themselves. You are not promoting yourself. You you called it a guidebook. What did you say that there was this uh, end of like your a, show? Like a, a faith a,
0: builder or a discipleship a, book.
1: That's what it is. Yeah. You're not promoting yourself. No. We need, we need the truths. We need to see how God works. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if there was something I want to say is that the Lord downloaded on me for to uh, say, Kate, you're getting older, and, and you see how I've worked in your life. The next generations need to see that I speak if they would just slow down mm-hmm. and listen. So like a few years down. ago, I, did, uh, I, I, I hired this before I worked at K-Wave. I hired a producer, and I got in a studio, and I started doing a podcast and it's called He Speaks with Kate. I did about a dozen of them, and they're on YouTube. Um, my website's not up right now because it's I got to do some work on it, but it's like the show's 15 minutes, 17 minutes long, and I unplanned pregnancy. That was my second yep. marriage. Uh, say yes. One of the chapters is just say yes to God, and they're raw. They're not very good, but it's like God spoke to me. This is what he did in my life, and He's doing it in your life. He speaks all the time. Yep. He uses the Bible, your pastor, music, circumstance, nature, spirit to spirit. He's always talking, and we just need to kill the noise mm-hmm. so we can hear him.
0: When you kill the noise, you're you're literally uh, slowing down mm-hmm. to hear, and you're not being busy. I think we talked about being not busy at the beginning of the show. You, had, you had, uh Acronym. Acronym. Yeah. What was that? How does it go? Okay.
1: So busy. We in culture today think, oh, I'm, I'm busy.
0: Right.
1: and it, we So we, busy right no, now. No, but it sounds good. And, and yeah. like, oh, you're so successful if you're busy. I got to go. In fact, can we wrap this up? I got another appointment. Yeah. But watch this. Busy, B-U-S-Y, being under Satan's yoke. It is not a good thing. In screw tape letters, uh, Wormwood says, you know, keep those Christians busy doing good things. You know, when we're busy doing good things, mm-hmm. we can't hear. Mm-hmm. God because mm-hmm. he's got the best for us
0: being busy is just it's its all that noise because yes. you're just going from one thing to another you're not sitting down if you want to be truly used by God you literally have to sit still and wait and hear mm-hmm. him Like you have to be tuned into him and be in a place where you have uh, turned off the noise around you whether it be your cell phone not busy texting busy checking social media busy checking your emails busy just attached to your phone that's just busyness noise coming out of that phone all day long right Mm -hmm. or even with like life activities you know i gotta go to my kids soccer game i gotta Mm -hmm. go to the baseball game i gotta go here we gotta go here you know the whole pandemic thing really kind of re it was like a reset for me and my wife we're like we've been busy doing what with like you know you just going here going there because it's southern california the weather is always good and there's family around and even just going and being with your family all the time and just making all these trips you don't ever really get to you're still it's all noisy you know what i mean you got to really put things into perspective and really see what really matters and how you're going to spend your time if not you're just spinning your wheels being busy and a lot of christians are you know i i could be I could be busy. You know what I mean? We all have to take inventory
1: right.
0: on how to kill the noise and not be busy.
1: I want to do something. Yeah. How, many, how much time we do we have? We have
0: got? 14 minutes. <gasps> got some this
1: time. is perfect. Okay. Um, people are watching and listening right now. Yes. And it's fun. It's fun to watch you. And it's good to learn. But I felt like the Holy Spirit, like, especially after reading your book, are you all in? yeah or not and there's some people that say yeah yeah I'm a, you know I'm a, I'm a church I tithe. Yeah. I'm doing this but I mean are you still waiting for that unemployment check are you still is your source still like if your spouse died or or if god didn't bless you with this if something was taken away what i'm just saying is are you all in i said this to my husband i'm been married a year now the lord bless me awesome. a godly godly man and um we were driving um to a blaze a conference at biola not too long ago and i don't know i just felt this this urge to say honey cuz we kind of want to leave california yeah you know we want to go to a little bit more affordable state where are you going? i can't tell you <laughs> and so watch this we were we were I we can't tell you. we were we were saying honey Will we go? Because like he likes the beach. Yeah. And you know the weather. Yeah. And you know, we you know, see our little checklist here. Yeah. Are we creatures of comfort? See this flesh of ours? Come on now. We're in southern I live in Huntington Beach. I love so watch this. Said, honey, if the Lord sent us to a place that's hot with no water and 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 desolate or out of the United States, I said. Would you say yes? And he looked at me and goes, absolutely. I mean, are we all in for him? He made us. He fashioned and formed us. I want to tell you, a few years ago, I was listening to your show on K-Wave. And uh, I was single at the time and um, mad at God. And um, for some reason, you were talking about how the Lord... You'd slept around a lot and how the Lord had a season where he said, don't date. And of course you met your beautiful five. Five years. That's
0: hardcore.
1: I had like 12 years waiting. Okay. So watch this. Watch this. I actually was listening to the radio and I said, shut up. Ryan, and I turned it off because <laughs> I get so, t- in the, when you're going through that, yeah. I get so tired yeah. of hearing people say, oh, you know, just wait for God's best. And exactly. when you're not looking, it'll come, shut <laughs> up. I literally said that to oh, yeah. you. Yeah. And then I turned you back on.
0: That's, that's and, what you say in those times.
1: And I go, <laughs> I know he's right. So, you know, abstaining bitter, and trusting yeah. God. Yeah. Do you know a couple months ago, uh, a <laughs> retreat called me up and a singles retreat called, this is hilarious, I think, called me up and said, Kate, we want you to speak at a retreat, our singles retreat, uh-huh. and on how trusting God when you were single. And I said, oh, well, you know, I'm a DJ, I talk, you can tell I'm a talkative yeah. person. I, yeah. I think I can do this. So watch this. As I was preparing for it in, in prayer... I saw how inadequate I was. And are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. Wait, you guys, this is when you hire me for speaking. This is what you're going to get, right? Mm -hmm. Not a polished speaker. I got on the stage and I said, so you're here to hear about how to trust God when you're single. I go, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I was angry and mad and sad. And and everyone related. And God, (laughs) where are you? And so they, jaws dropped. I looked over at the gal that was playing, she's going, oh, She's out of control. And so uh, then I brought it around to, but how did I learn to trust God? Yeah. By listening to him and seeing how faithful he is. And so you've got people that are listening right now saying, yeah, Kate, I'm tired of being alone. Yeah, Kate, I want that break. There's musicians that say, I know I've got a gift that God's put in me, but it's taking so long. Do you trust him? Yeah. Are you fully surrendered to him? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. can we pray?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. we have uh, we have we have ten more minutes. Okay, then we'll say. But we, it to the yeah, end. we're gonna we're gonna pray in about five or something like okay. that. But with what you were just saying about, you know, there's those musicians and, and or just people are just waiting for that that wife or that husband, that girlfriend, um, the career, whatever it is, they're just praying. Healing, Kids, healing. healing. There are and, yeah. there are
1: people right now True. that have mental, yeah. like uh, bipolar and yep. this pandemic. Jacked us. we're just. We're popping pills because we can't even get out of bed. I want healing.
0: Yeah. All all these different things. And these are all things that we have to wait on God. And we know that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he's still working the same as he has since the beginning of time. He's he's always been God. He can do whatever he wants. But there's seasons that he takes us through in these wilderness experiences. Mm. And in the wilderness... He's basically, he's building your spiritual muscles to grow you because to survive in the wilderness, you have to learn how to survive. It's hot, it's dry, there's lack of water, there's wind storms, there's rain, there's the hot burning sun, you know, it gets, it's, you get weathered out there. But what I've learned is that God takes us through these seasons and sometimes you feel like he's not even speaking to you. Mm -hmm. But you, what I've seen is that when you go through these seasons of wilderness experience, what God is doing is he's building you, he's strengthening you, he's working out those spiritual muscles and he's, 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 he's forming you into this vessel that he wants to use you for in this next season. It's like you go, it's like a book when you go through different chapters in your life. Yeah. Each chapter of your life is a different season. Some seasons are longer longer. Just like when it rains here in California, if it rains like four days in a row, we're like, that was crazy. What are we going to do? It's raining. You know, or, you know, if it rains a day or whatever it is, you know, my point is these different seasons, we go through them and they stink. They stink. I told you before the show, I went through this really hard, hard season in my life and I'm still shaking from it a little bit, but God takes us through these seasons because Mm. he wants to keep advancing us and he's going to bring more. It's a time of stretching you and growing you because then he could, you have, it's, he's strengthening you and expanding your capacity for what's next in your life. And it's all about being expanded for these next seasons, these next things he wants to do in your life. And also when it comes to dating and stuff, God has to prepare us, you know, like I didn't even know how to treat girls, uh, uh, correctly. Uh, before, how could I date a girl when I just looked at them like sex objects? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, never, didn't really date girls. or I, I always had girlfriends, but never had, like, a relationship, never even knew what that was like. It was just more of, like, sleeping around stuff. But God had to show me who I was in Christ mm-hmm. so I could respect not only myself and the way I act, but then in return, I know how to respect a woman. Excellent. And et cetera. So... Don't get burned out on God. God sees you. And if you're bitter and you're angry at God during these single times, welcome to the club. It happens. But God is doing something in you before he can do something through you. But if he doesn't get if he doesn't get the job done in you, then why is he going to bring someone to you when you're not ready and you can't even mm. handle her or him? True. That whole thing will will go go sour.
1: We have to trust him. Uh, at the conference for the singles, I did say, get rid of your checklist. Yes, a believer, Christian, hopefully they have a job. Third is that...
0: You know Adam de- had a job, right? That was his yes. first thing, job. <laughs> Adam, his job was to name all the animals. <laughs> That's right. He had a job before a, his wife came.
1: And he was a gardener. Wasn't he really good? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, But watch this. This is the third component about, okay, so get rid of the checklist. Because yeah. a lot of us have these, you know, you want the Barbie doll and I wanted the, you know, whatever. So... The, get rid of the checklist. Have you, people are listening right now. and They're, they're, they're perked up right now. They're leaning in. <laughs> Have you ever asked God to choose your mate? I had a broken picker. So, so guess what? Have you ever just trusted God enough to say, okay, Lord, you fashioned and formed me? so I'm going to let you choose. And the third component is very important. Sometimes like 12 years, Kate, you were single for 12 years. Why? And I felt like the Lord was tapping me on the shoulder, saying, Kate, I'm waiting for you. And you know what he was waiting for me to do? I worked the 12 steps for codependency of Celebrate Recovery, the Mm -hmm. Christ-centered recovery group. And it was like, oh my gosh, I would have destroyed this marriage. But I had to see What my leaning was, what my, you know, from childhood, what was going wrong. So there's some things you might have the porn problem, eating disorder. You might have some, some anger management. God wants to heal you before he brings that person to you. Yeah.
0: You you don't want to take all that crap into your relationship. I mean, think about that. I mean, what what a disaster waiting to happen, you know, but that's why that's that going back to the beginning of the show at the end of the show of the first half, (laughs) you're talking about the refining process. Yes. Get refined, and that only happens through the work of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So we have time to pray now. Okay, we have five, we have five minutes.
1: Well, your shirt says pray hard. That's and right. I, um, I just really, really want to pray. I want to pray for people at the divine appointment of watching and listening that maybe something in their heart prick them to say, I want what you have, or I want what I I, I, I see that I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. And I've been fearful to go all in because I'm afraid God won't catch me or, or provide for me. And so, Father God, I'm just going to pray for that person right now. Your Holy Spirit is a gentleman. You don't push and shove. You're so gentle. It's your goodness that brings men to repentance. And it starts with that. No other idols. I just said that last night before I went to bed I said Lord forgive me for being fearful forgive me for looking for a job forgive me for not trusting you completely yes you can look for a job but come to God first before you pick up that you know job opportunities Father God you are big and you are good and we want to say at this juncture on the show right now we are all in help us I almost feel like you know and was not it who's the one in the Bible that's helped me with my unbelief whatever you've got whatever faith that you have small as a mustard seed father god we are all in
0: yeah and we
1: say yes to you
0: i would add that uh, those ones that are actually just listening right now mm-hmm. and they want to encounter god yes. you know the thing you have to do is just invite him in you just have to ask him for to, him to forgive you of your sins and just realize that you're a that you're a sinner that we all are sinners and this is why he came Out of eternity, God, the father sent his son out of Mm. eternity to planet earth to die on the sins of the world. And that by believing us as whosoever would believe by faith that he is the son of God, he died on the cross and raised from the dead, that through the belief system in that by faith, believing in what you don't see, that immediately he will forgive you of all your sins, everything you've ever done. As Katie was talking at the beginning of the show about there's things in her past that she just couldn't forgive herself of, that you would be forgiven of all that. And then he would implant the person, which is the Holy Spirit, inside of you. And at that time, that's when the connection, the power from heaven turns on. And now you're like a piggyback, you're like a antenna piggybacking off the power in communicating with the God of the universe. Where when you read his Bible and you read those words, it's his voice, he's speaking to you, and he's able to download. Um, uh, messages into your mind, into your heart, give you promptings. He is the key. He's God has the key to every door in the universe. So he will lead and guide you. He will be a lamp to our feet. And then he will open the doors he wants you to go through. He will close the ones you don't want to that you don't that he doesn't want you to go through. And he will give you peace and rest. And the scripture says, Come to me, all you are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you peace and rest for your soul. There's a lot of you guys that are dealing with stress and anxiety, fear, unforgiveness, bitterness, and all these different things. God will come. He's come to set the captives free. He will set you free. He will heal you spiritually. And he will remove that stuff from within you. And as you continue to read the Bible, you continue to pray and talk to him, he will continue to transform you one second at a time. Because the Bible says... Uh he will make all the old things pass away in your life and make all things become brand new. And Katie across from me is a perfect illustration of that verse. Any last words? We have about a minute left.
1: Yeah. My life first came to me while you were praying and I want to share it and it's a popular one. It's Matthew 6:33. But seek first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and his righteousness. Mm-hmm. That means his rule and reign in your life. Mm-hmm. And all these things will be added unto you. So I want to say thank you, Ryan. I hope to see you again. I know the whosoevers I'm praying for you. Um, if you're a parent or a grandparent, if you've got a high school age child, uh, I see you busting out more than ever. The world's getting darker. And guess what? God is just looking for someone to use to be available. And we say yes to him.
0: I'm I'm excited. I cannot wait. I feel like God is ready to do something big um, coming out of this pandemic. I think the world's shaking up, and now the light shines bright in the darkness, and we are surrounded by darkness, and now it's time for God to pour out his spirit once again and more powerful than he ever has in the greatest revival before he, the king comes back to get his people. So these are the most exciting times to be living in. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being on the show. I, I was excited when... uh when I heard that we were gonna be able to make this thing happen, and we gotta do some more shows. It'll be awesome.
1: Thanks for having me. Take care. Bye. This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about
0: Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show.